Yo, 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 what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Poppy Stew, back again with another episode of Say This Such. I got my boy, Reek, in the mix, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We here with another episode of Say This Such, man. We got a special guest. I'm going to let my boy, Reek, do the honors. Man, my boy, Fall, man. Tyshawn Falls in the building, man. Asbury Park, New Jersey. Yes, sir. Uh, it's my boy, man. Met him in the sixth grade. Facts. I've been my brother ever since, man. I'm just happy that he's here. Facts. Future NFL draft pick, man. Future, just, just, uh, I'm just so proud, man, just to see him, you know what I mean, doing everything that he said he was going to do when we was kids. And for him to take his time out, you know what I mean, to be here, special, man. Special, man. Facts. Uh, it's good to be here. It's just good to be back in Aberdeen. Good to be back home, see familiar faces, see my boy Reek. Yes, and the rest of his crew is good. Just seeing a lot of people being back here. Just Showing love to community and just where you know where I came from. Yes, sir. Yes, sure. sir. We definitely, man. We definitely appreciate you, bro. Sure. It's a neighborhood hero. Right here, sure. Appreciate man. you. Appreciate Future you. Superstar, man. Yes, I've been watching your journey from afar, man. So I've been following you on social media for a very long time, bro. Believe sure. it or not. And definitely, I I see the process, bro. And to see the man that you became from back then to now, bro, is truly amazing for us. Appreciate truly you. amazing. Appreciate you. I met this guy at the gym the other day for I'm like, <laughs> dang. Like, first of all, I didn't know bro was so tall. But it was also, like, how humble you was for real. Like, yeah, appreciate it's you. crazy, bro. I know you get that all the time, bro. How's, how's it feel these days, man? Um, It's good. Honestly, it's just blessed to be in this position. Like, you know, coming back home, like I said, I was down in Florida training from January all the way to March. And I wasn't, I didn't really get the opportunity to be back in Maryland, especially in the Aberdeen area so long. Facts. I was at Rutgers in New Brunswick, spending most of my time in New Jersey. Even though I was born in New Jersey, I spent majority of my time in Maryland. So just being back here, seeing everybody just driving around, eating the familiar places around the community and everything, yeah. it's just a it's a wonderful experience. And just going through this journey and just really, you know, taking your steps back through life is just it's so cool to be here. You know what I'm saying? So for sure. For sure. You living a dream because it's, it's so many people, man, that wish they was in your position, bro. So many young kids growing up that that are literally like fighting every day, trying to trust the process, putting in that hard work, going to the workouts, going to practice, going to the games, trying to go hard, giving them everything they got. Right. What type of words of wisdom would you give the kids? Um, The biggest thing right now, like like I said, when I was in Aberdeen Middle School with Reek, you got to have a certain type of vision to you. You got to be a different type of individual. And at the end of the day, always stay true to yourself. One thing I could kind of say about me without, you know, like I ain't flattering myself at all because when I was in middle school, I really wasn't the smartest kid in the class. I really don't think I was the most athletic. But at the end of the day, I like I kind of trust in myself. <laughs> I ain't going, I ain't going, I'm not going to gas myself up too much. You know what I'm saying? Being but too humble right now. At, at the end of the day, like you got to have like faith within yourself. You're not always going to be the best athlete. As I went through kind of the rankings, like I started with the Aberdeen Bulldogs. Reek was my quarterback. I was playing running back back then. Mm -hmm. And then I went to Harco. It got a little bit harder. Like you kind of shy away. And it's a lot of other good players that's on the field with you. Right. Right. And then you go to Calvo Hall. When I went to Calvo Hall, the competition went up as well. Mm -hmm. With the Rutgers, same scenario. And now you're going to the NFL, which is the best of the best everywhere. Right. So the thing you kind of want to remember, if, you, if you're if in middle school, if you're watching, if you're a younger kid, always stay true to yourself. Like, really trust in the abilities that you have within yourself. Because at the end of the day, if you keep a clear vision, you stay consistent in what you do, and you do everything right, ultimately everything is going to work out for you. And a kind of like a quote that I kind of live by is the way you do anything is the way you do everything. Mm -hmm. So if you grinding on the field, you're doing your thing in the classroom, you're a good person in your community, you do well by people, 
God going to set things aside for you that, you know, ultimately you're going to be the person that get blessed for it. So keep doing your thing and just, you know, the way you do anything is the way you do everything for Straight real. Straight up. That's for tough. sure. That's tough. Sure. Let's get back to your childhood, man. Tell us yeah. about growing up in Asbury Park, man. What was that like? Right. Um. So I was born in I was born in Asbury Park, New Jersey, but the hospital actually actually is in Neptune City, New Jersey, which is like five minutes away. So we still claim Asbury, though. Everybody's yeah. technically from Asbury, but growing up there, it was definitely it was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like my sister. She helped um helped me raise me or whatever, and my mom was kind of in the picture. But at the same time, it was it was a tough environment. Asbury was a small city; it was only one square mile actually, but it was a lot of violence going on with that one square mile. So I was living with my nanny, my grandma, and the Vital Gardens apartments, and there was a lot of negative influences around me. And my mom, she tried her best to kind of put me in the right situation for me to benefit later in life. So we stayed there all the way up to I want to say about fourth grade. Then we decided to pick up and we moved to Maryland. So when we moved to Maryland, things started getting a little bit better because our opportunity in the school system. But growing up at Asbury, it was definitely tough. But at the end of the day, I feel like it kind of made me tougher. It kind of put me in a position where I know I had to fend for myself and I really had to, you know, kind of understand my environment and ultimately be a leader in a way. Because if I were to follow behind a lot of guys, I'd have definitely been in a you know unfair position. I wouldn't be exactly where I am today because I know a lot of guys I go back to the all the time. I'm like, dang, like this person might have been the fastest person on the block. Or I remember he was the best athlete, but things didn't work out for him for like many different circumstances. So yeah, yeah. like that. Now you touched on a little bit, but tell us about your transition. You know I mean? We moved from, uh, Jersey to Aberdeen. What was that? Uh, like? That that was. I ain't gonna lie. It's crazy because like <laughs> if you live in Harford County, like I don't know who's watching, but if you live in Harford County, it's different. It's kind of country here, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And I live in Grace, so you already know how Ooh, Grace is, yeah. which is it's like the sticks. <laughs> yeah. So growing up in Asbury, it's kind of it's not like a city environment, but we by the beach. It's kind of central New Jersey. It's more. It's like a lot of people. It's a lot of like an urban city type thing. Mm. Then you come here to Maryland. You come here to Aberdeen, Harford County. All the houses are far apart you want to get to the nearest malls like 25 minutes and it's it's kind of crazy but honestly it was a smooth transition i loved aberdeen middle school like reek even though back in the day how it was it was crazy you know what i'm saying it it was fun it was exciting i I see a lot of people now on instagram and twitter that went to aberdeen yeah a lot of people grew up a lot of people look kind of crazy i ain't gonna say no names but you know what i'm saying but it's it's definitely was a crazy (laughs) transition you know what i'm saying but um, it, it was a smooth transition. I feel like moving to Maryland was definitely the best thing that ever happened to me. Like yeah, even yeah. to this day, I've been to Florida, I've been to Cali, I've been to Jersey. Maryland is my favorite state. And I'm yeah, not just that saying that. I, I love Maryland. It's just yeah. the energy why I get when I come here is is different. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I feel at home. I feel comfortable. I feel excited. And I just love it. So I just feel like the biggest move that my mom possibly made to kind of better my life was taking me here from Maryland, from New Jersey. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So That's tough. That is sure. crazy, bro. Um, what age were you when you uh, fell in love with the game? Fell in love with the game. Um, So I started playing football at eight years old, which mm-hmm. is significant because I love number eight. Yeah. But shout I out played. Shout out to Kobe. Shout out to him. Yeah, shout facts. out to him. But I, had, I started when I was eight years old and I played tight end. I necessarily wasn't the best player on the team. And you, you just know how football go. When you're the hot person on the team, like you love the game just a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Right. But then I came to Maryland. Things started transitioning a little bit. I tried basketball and things like that. I was all right. I wasn't all that. But then I played for Aberdeen Bulldogs. My mom was searching all over the place, like, where can I sign my son up for football, mm. or whatever the case may be. So I remember we was just walking around. We was walking my dog. 
we go past this little skate park. I see like some teams like playing football with like orange and black. I'm like, yo, what's that? Whatever the case may be. So we started talking to the coach and I forgot who the guy is. I forgot who his name was. But we started talking to him. My mom was like, I want to sign my son up for football. Eventually we, um, I don't know what it's called, but it's right here off of 40. It was like the old building and they had the equipment in. Oh, parking right building. Yeah, 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 yeah. We signed up in there, whatever the case may be. And honestly, I didn't know what position I wanted to play. Yeah. So we go to the field and everything. Eventually, I just tried out for running back and I was doing my thing, whatever. And it, it was definitely, Reek was on the team. You know how listen, he was listen, back in the listen. day. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Nah, it was dangerous. But listen, forget all that, him being <laughs> humble, man. Forget, I, I'll gas him up, bro. This was a grown man running kids wow, over, wow. and it's on YouTube. Yeah, it's gr- listen to me, a bunch of oohs and ahs. This this dude right here, man. I've never seen a grown man Yo, just run it, through kids like that before. It was like it was to amazing. see him where he's at tonight. Like seeing where he's at today, bro. It's just it's not a surprise. Man. I was about to ask you, are you surprised? No, man, bro. It, no. it was crazy. Like honestly, it. It was fun. Like that, I want, I want to say the first time I fell in love with the game is probably playing for Aberdeen Bulldogs. You know what I'm saying? It mm. taught me something totally different. One, I was playing offense. I didn't really know too much about football at that age of eight. So while I was in Asbury, it was kind of just a thing to keep me off the streets, to keep right. me busy Straight and just, up. you know, you know what I'm saying? Keep a clear vision. But when I was here in Maryland, that's why I really started to love the game. Mm. And then from there, it kind of just took over. I started meeting new friends. I started, like, you know, talking to different coaches and stuff. And, you know, I started getting more known around the city of Aberdeen just, you know, purely for football and stuff like that, which was a cool opportunity. But, you know, I loved it. Let me ask you a question. What's up? Um, how was how was Reek as a quarterback? Because <laughs> I know you you was playing linebacker, right, yeah, in high yeah. school. Why you stop playing quarterback? What happened? Yo, I think Reek was nice. Yo, Reek was amazing. And you know me, I was a running back. Yeah. So he was giving me the ball a lot. I enjoyed it. Toot was playing receiver. You got to ask, <laughs> yeah. oh. ask him how he was at quarterback. Yeah, I was dogs the on the team. Hey, yeah. bro, listen, bro. We was an all-star team, bro. Okay. You know I feel like we just, we just couldn't be false. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what happened. No, we lost to them like three times. It, 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 it was it was three on 22, bro, for real. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, Let's just put it like that. Like, for real. Like, yeah. being humble. But... But man, nah, it was fun just looking, thinking about it. You know what I mean? Going back on YouTube, I like, be going back sometimes, just looking like, dang, that's crazy. Like that's really us. Like it's wild, bro. It's nah, wild to sure. see. That's what's up, bro. Um, as far as like teams out there, like what's your favorite team right now? Like what team you be rubbing? Um, as far as what NFL? Football, yeah. Honestly, I growing up. It's the same. Growing, I don't want to say I have no favorite team. Yeah, yeah. I'm I love all thirty-two teams. <laughs> there you go. But growing up. I kind of was a Jets fan growing up, all because I was a Ladanian Tomlinson fan. So I guess Woo! I would have started off as a Chargers fan. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. TCU, I seen them playing at running back. I was playing running back for Aberdeen or whatever. Yeah. So when I watch highlights before the games, I'm like, I want to do exactly what LT was doing. You know what I'm saying? So I started off as a Chargers it. fan. Then he got traded to the Jets, and he retired from the Jets. So I kind of stayed as a Jets fan. But as I got older, I started playing in college. I didn't really watch NFL games more as a fan. I watched it in like a technical aspect. Like mm. I was watching my position, yeah. looking at formations, looking at tendencies and things like that. So right now I could say I really don't have any favorite team, but back then I grew up kind of a Chargers and a Jets fan. Okay. So okay that's that. tough. My boy had two two different teams. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Now after, uh, you know, we got done middle school, got right. done hardcore for real, right. like, 
tell us the process how it was like choosing like you know a high school to go to because I know right. he was a hot hot candidate you know for right. a few different schools and you know I mean, tell us about Calvin Hall. Right. Um. So that was big, honestly, because like I said, middle school was amazing. I loved middle school. Mm -hmm. Then kind of that transition from middle school to high school was so tough because. You no, know, thank God, Coach Tito. You already know he did his thing. Yeah. He, that was, he was our coach, so you know, shout out to him. So he definitely put me on the radar. So when it was kind of time for me to pick a high school, it was rather difficult because you got to understand, Calvo Hall was like eighteen to twenty thousand dollars a year, Dang. and my mom, she's a single mother. She didn't have Dang. no eighteen to twenty thousand dollars to pay. That's mm -hmm. like almost. I think they was doing like a payment plan. They try to get her paid like eight hundred dollars a month. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? I, I got I got two cars and my car note and my insurance not even that. So yeah, I don't even know yeah. how she was going to be able to do that. Right. So for a while we was doing seven on sevens in the summer and everything, and I was doing it with Aberdeen. Um, Coach Brooks. Rest in we used peace. to rest in yeah, peace rest for in peace, sure, Coach man. For rest sure. in peace. Um, so he put me on with the Aberdeen Seven on Sevens. He used to pick me up, take me to the John Carroll Seven on Sevens. Yeah. We used to have Seven on Sevens at the Aberdeen Field. Mm -hmm. And at first, I was prepared to go to Aberdeen, but at the same time, I had dreams of going to Calvert Hall. Mm -hmm. But even before Aberdeen and Calvert Hall. I was so set on going to the school called Gilman, which is also an MIAA. You know, you got Cyrus Jones, you got Brandon Copeland, mm -hmm. you got a whole bunch of guys that went there. And I had my mind so set on going to Gilman. But in the process of me wanting to go to Gilman, that, that school is smart. Like, I don't know yeah. if y'all know about that. Yeah. It's, it's hard to get in those school. Yeah. I, even to this day, like I talk about Calvo Hall, I feel like Calvo Hall was harder than Rutgers. And I'm in graduate school oh, right wow. now. And this is no joke. I, yeah. ain't, I ain't exaggerating yeah. or nothing. But um, that process was definitely hard. But I was preparing to go to Aberdeen just for the price of Calvo Hall. And I knew my mom. She's a single mom. I didn't really want to see her struggle. And I could kind of tell that in her mind, it's like it's kind of going to be impossible for me to afford this by myself. Facts. But she found a way. And you know, ultimately, I was grateful to go to Calvo Hall, graduate from there. With a three five GPA, honestly, I still don't know mm. how to this day how I managed to pull that off. Right. But um I was blessed enough for my mom to put that together to me. Shout out to my mom for always providing, you Mr. know, the ultimate you know, opportunities for me. And we made that happen. So yeah. I was just about to ask you that. Um, like with being a child of a single mother, right. uh, how did your mom like help mold your life? You know what right. I mean? From the transition from becoming uh, from a boy to a man. Right. Um, for sure. Um, my mom always made sacrifices for me. Like I said, being from Asbury, she kind of took a step where she wasn't sure what was going to go on. Like she wasn't sure that everything was going to possibly work out. She wasn't ultimately sure that it was going to be a situation where it was going to come to Maryland and everything was going to be kind of different. We knew Asbury was getting bad. We knew a lot of things were taking a turn, right. but she was also taking a risk coming to Maryland because what did she know? You know what I'm saying? Right. So, she took a lot of chances and all those chances paid off. And I really just want to say thank you to her. Shout out to my mom. She's my number one supporter. And she always made sure that my head was on right when it came to school, when it came to football. And she yeah. really didn't care whatever I did. She just wanted to make sure I had fun. And ultimately, that was something I wanted to do. So she played a huge factor, um, definitely for school, definitely for football, always supporting me, always, you know, driving me to all these different games, driving me around Aberdeen to all these practices, even though she had work. So she definitely took a, you know, a huge 
you know, step just to make sure I was always good. So for sure. Straight up. Shout out to all the moms, the grandparents, sure. Definitely. even the fathers out there, man. Definitely, right. for sure. As long as y'all playing y'all role, man, this what, is what you can create. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. and, I, and I don't want to leave my uh, step pops out either. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? Like, my dad wasn't in my life, you know, unfortunately, like, you know, he had a lot of things. He was dealing with drugs and a lot of different problems. Yeah. And my stepdad, which is he's my pops, he stepped up to the plate. We had a lot of differences growing up and we always wasn't on the same exact page but at the end of the day we kind of like when i got older i understood the circumstances and he definitely helped me you know come as a young man as well i don't want to always put it on my mom and say he had nothing to do with it he wasn't perfect but at the end of the day it takes a man to raise a man mm. so he definitely you know helped me with my transition to becoming a young man as well so shout out to him as well i want to leave him out straight so, up and it tough. takes a, it takes a man to realize those type of stuff for sure because it's a lot of stuff that we deal with as kids and it's a lot of gems that's put into us and instilled into us as right. kids that we don't realize it mm. until we get older for us. So right. the fact that you realize and you applying it to your life, that's tr- truly amazing for real. Right. That's for tough. Sure. That's tough. So, you know what I mean? We from Asbury Park, right. from the transition to Maryland, right. from Calvary Hall, right. you know what I mean? The Rutgers to NFL. Like, how, how much did faith, like just your faith in Christ, you know what I mean? How did it, like, impact you right. from everything? Um, honestly, that impact my life tremendously because it was some points where everybody thinks, everybody sees the glitz and the glamour. Everybody's in the angle. Everybody goes on Instagram. They go on Twitter and they just see people highlight real. There's also a lot of things that goes on behind the scenes that people don't necessarily see mm. that it was a lot of hardships that went on. Like, for instance, like, you know, going through Rutgers, I was the typical guy that I played a decent amount freshman year. They gave me a little bit of plays. Sophomore year, I played a little bit more. I'm rotating. Junior year, I start. Senior year, I start. In the fifth year, I don't want to call it super senior year. COVID year, I started as well, you know what I'm saying? But throughout that process, it was a lot of things that didn't really go my way and kind of had me second guessing. Like, it was Mm. some points where I'm like, dang, like, it's football. Like, is this going to be it? Yeah, like, am yeah. I really going to go that far? Like, are those dreams of the league really going to happen? Because without the faith in God, without really seeing my path, without staying true to myself, without having my faith, it would have been a lot of times where I'd have been like, you know what? This isn't for me. Right. Or I wouldn't have been able to get through it. Like, just to give kind of a quick example, not to skip too forward of any questions or anything, like kind of, I'm training down in Florida. This is recent. I'm training down in Florida. And on March, like I said, I started in January. I started January 5th training. I went to the Tropical Bowl game. And then I'm training all the way through. I'm running a 10-yard split. And as I'm running, I feel like a little tweak in my hamstring. Mm. I'm like, like, what is that? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, what's going on? So, you know, I walk it off, whatever the case may be. I start doing a rehab um, circuit, whatever the case may be. And I'm like, all right, it's not that bad. I go to run again. I'm like, ah, my hamstring's still messed up. So I'm going to these different doctors. I'm kind of doing my own treatment on myself, whatever the case may be. And I'm like, yo, I don't think I could really be running in time for pro day. Pro day is March 22nd. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm kind of running down on time. I'm a little worried, whatever the case may be. So I, I rest the whole time up to pro day. So that's about two weeks. I'm like, okay. I'm at the pro day. I did I did the bench. I knocked out 21 reps. I'm like, all right, I could have did more, but fine. I'll, I'll take 21 reps. Yeah. Then on top of that, I did the vertical jump. I did like 35 and a half, 36. I say, okay, smooth. I get 35 to 37. I'm smooth. That landed in my spot. Did the 10-2 on broad. 
Now it's time for the 40. The 40 is the main event. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, it's time for the 40. I'm training all the way. You got to think about it. You're training three months for an hour. For one, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, for one yeah, hour, yeah. for one opportunity, you really training three months for four, five seconds. Right. Five seconds. We ain't talking five seconds. We talking four, four and a half seconds. Yeah, right, right. If you really that guy. Yeah. But I'm warming up. I put on my, you know, I put on my cleats. I got the lightweight cleats. They um, Ruckus blessed us with. Shout out to Cools. And I'm warming up. I made sure I'm rapping. I'm warming up. Boom, boom, boom. I felt it again. I'm like, fuck. This ain't no way, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, Like, it's all, it's like 27 scouts there. It's 27 scouts. Jets, Jaguars, Titans, all mm. the teams you could possibly think of. And I felt my hamstring again. I'm like, oh, man. Like, this is crazy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't really know, like, what I'm going to do. So I stepped to the side. Um, I called my agent. I instantly called my agent. I'm like, I'm pissed off. Like, I really, like, I really want to cry. I'm like, yeah. Yo, I think my hamstring is still kind of messed up. I think I'm not going to be able to, like, run a 40 or whatever. He's like, you know what? You sure? I'm like, yeah, bro. I feel like this really messed up right now. This is really, like, the first time sharing this story. I was going to do a YouTube segment, but I wanted to say this for y'all. Appreciate it, such hearing it first. Nah, sure. <laughs> Appreciate you. Can't Appreciate you. Sure. So I call my agent. I'm like, I'm not sure I'm going to um, run this 40. He said, you know what? It's cool. We're going to give it a break. You know what I'm saying? Another opportunity is going to open up itself. So I go to the side. I'm I'm devastated. I'm down. Like I really wanted to cry. Like yeah. I'm like, bro, like in my head at that moment, you not really thinking. You're like, bro, this it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, what I'm gonna do? I'm missing my opportunity and stuff. So I'm watching everybody doing their drills. I'm people running they watching people running their forties, whatever the case may be. I'm like, man. I'm sitting next to the scouts or whatever the case may be. I'm just thinking in my head. So eventually the day got over. And honestly, I wanna say the hardest part was watching everybody do what you was training three months to do. And yeah, you was yeah. unable to take advantage of the opportunity. Yeah. So I'm thinking in my head, like, man, what am I going to do? How long is it going to take to rehab this hamstring injury, right. whatever the case may be? Yeah, it's a common injury. All doctors saying this, this, that, and the third, my agent saying it's good. But in my head, I'm still like, I'm training all this time to reach this opportunity. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it might not be that big of a deal, but this opportunity is gone. I sat down. That night, I was crying. I was like, bro, I sat down, I prayed, and I thought to myself, I said, look, I'm not going to stress myself out. At the end of the day, God got me. Mm. And for whatever path that he wants to put me on, that's the path I'm going to ride. I'm not going to worry about things that I can't control. Put their faith in God, stay true to yourself, and everything eventually is going to play off. Yes, sir. So as I'm I'm chilling, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking to some of my boys. They like this team, contact this team, contact me, whatever. So instantly, like my, I talked to my agent. He's like, "Oh, this team invited you to this to this workout, whatever the case may be. This team invited you to this workout." Wow! And in my head, I'm just like, "Dang! Like, yo, God really got you. Like, even Facts. though things Facts. really might come in your way that you don't expect for it to happen, you always got to stay positive. You always got to stay in the right mindset and not think too negative because you never know what path God gonna open up to you. You know mm. what I'm saying? So just being resilient and just having that mindset and just keeping your faith within your mind and just staying true to yourself, eventually things are gonna open up to you. It might not be in the way that you want it, but it's gonna happen. You feel me? So I feel that's like that's tough. one event that that is recent that kind of stuck to me when you asked that question for sure. Man, well, that was a that was a great, great story, bro. For sure. Um Pastor Fogg, he just preached a message. <laughs> we about to collect this R from we'll be right back. <laughs> 
Yo, 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 we back, man. We didn't we collect this offering, got a little <laughs> got a little bit of money now. Yeah. But listen, bro, it's this 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 interview's been so like dope so far. Just hearing you dropping gems, man. Sure, Even the story it. that you just told, it's it's crazy, bro, for real. Like you're doing big things, bro. And I we we are super proud of you on this podcast, bro. And we just appreciate grateful it. to have you on the podcast for, for real. Sure, appreciate it. I know we was talking about being humble, staying humble. Uh with a player of your caliber for real. Like, how do you balance that humbleness? Joseph M. Wanted with the Constitutionalist Politics. Tune in for the upcoming episode for May 4. Issue, never the issue. As well as, yes, Peter Serafin, Rosemary Downer, Don Gallade, Gista the Rapper, Cy Young, Jason Perry, and upcoming Jack Hagar, Andrew Thorpe King, Trent Rock, Ed Temple, Chris Morehouse, and more. Please tune in to Constitutionalist Politics. God bless. Um, honestly, this is how I was rooted, how I was raised. I just feel as though like you gotta just be humble, have humility at the end of the day, because this could be taken away from you at any given point. You know what I'm saying? This game of football is so volatile. Like the higher you go. And levels, if you're in middle school, you go to high school, high school, go to college, college, you go to the NFL, the game changes. Everybody around you is good. Everybody around you is fast. Everybody around you is strong. And it takes really one play for your ankle, anything to give out. And you're just a normal dude. So I just feel like having humility and just being humble is such a key factor because you don't want to act like, you know, you know, it's like not the case, like your shit don't stink. And then something happened to you. Now what? Yeah, you ain't right. got no resources. You ain't got nobody that want to help you out just because you just walking around here not showing no love and just, you know what I'm saying, not being humble. So I just feel like the idea in my mind of always saying that this can be taken away from me at any point just kind of keeps me, you know, humble and just, you know, my head on straight. Straight up. That's cool. Sure. That's, yes, That's going to take you a long way for sure. Facts. Farther than anything is just that humility. You know, it's a lot of people in this world, you know what I mean, that, that got that money that just – Lack humility, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And Facts. that's what separates you, you know what I mean? So I, I know Facts. God's going to bless you, you know what I mean, when you just humble, bro. It, yes, it says that in the Word. I wish I knew the Scripture you know the, the scripture. Head, but, <laughs> <laughs> but But God blesses that, bro. He honors that as well. Appreciate that. So, you know what I mean, back to this field, man. Who who's some people you model your game after? Mm. Right. Uh, honestly, it's a lot of guys. Uh, shout out to Bobby Wagner. Um, hey, right yeah. now, he's still searching for a home, but he's definitely a guy that when I got in more of the technical side of football i'm talking mm-hmm. about like breaking down the plays watching film on thundercloud or i forgot what they call it now and uh really just analyzing the game bobby wagner was a guy that i always modeled myself after the way he was going sideline to sideline his aggression and just his overall football football iq was amazing to me luke keekley um he retired but he was another linebacker in the dog. game that i love watching absolute dog i love the passion he played with the game and my all-time favorite player just growing up through college and high school is Jamal Adams. I love mm, his leadership. Bro, I love his passion. I love his energy. Yeah. I loved everything about him. And he was on the Jets. And like I said, growing up, I was kind of a Jets fan. Yeah. So just seeing him and his leadership qualities and his energy and the way he played the game, it definitely was infectious. And um, that's kind of somebody I wanted to model my game after. That's tough. That's For tough. Sure. Now, speaking of leadership, right. now your senior year, you got voted 
a captain at Rutgers. Right, right, mm. right. Just tell us about that experience and like what that moment meant to you to be that respected right. by your peers. Um, that was huge. That was definitely big time. Um, 2019, just being able to be a captain and just being a leader on that team was just amazing. Um, I had a lot of young guys on the team. The team was definitely a young team that I seen that needed leadership. And at the end of the day, I never wanted to put myself out there and really just some people want to be vocal leaders. Some people try to force themselves in them spots. Right. I feel as though like some leadership qualities is just natural. You know what I'm saying? I never went there to just be like, oh, I'm the boss or I'm looking like at y'all, like from beneath me or whatever the case may be. I kind of always just wanted to remain authentic and just wanted to be my true self. And at the end of the day, just me helping other people ultimately like reach their goals and me just being vocal and making sure everybody's on the same page was just you no know, natural for me. And I was um, grateful enough to be a captain of the team. So sure. straight tough, up, man. bro. Tough, I know we talk about leadership, man. Right. Um, how important is it to have a relationship with God? Like, how does um, that help you in the field? Right. No, it's truly important because, like I said, this game of football is extremely volatile as far as injuries, and you just never know what's going to go on. And just having a strong relationship with God is so important, and it got me through so many things at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? It was some times where I really didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know what was going to go on. I had some injuries. Like, I'm not sure if, you know, this is going to work out. I'm not sure if this injury is going to allow me to finish off the rest of the season or this game. And, you know, God put me in a position where it ultimately worked out. And even sometimes where it didn't go in my favor or exactly in the vision I wanted to happen, Mm -hmm. God created another path to put me down to just kind of remain focused and just, you know, make things happen. So just having faith and having, you know, faith in God and just everything that's going on and just not always looking to have control of what everything was going on and just putting your faith in God was something that was truly important for me and definitely got me through a lot of things during my journey with football. That's tough, man. Sure. That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. So we, we touched on a little bit off the scene, but, you know, I mean, just let's talk about the financial side of things. Like, right. how important it is, you know, like, once you get that check, once you touch that first meal, right. you know what I mean? You've been getting money, you know what I mean, since the NLI right. deals and stuff been going on. Like, how important is to save? Right, um... Saving is truly important. Um, establishing your credit, saving all of those main factors is definitely important, especially like young guys I'm talking to is watching this, even older guys. When you're coming into money, regardless if it's NIL, regardless if you get a job, a big time check coming, you always got to mind yourself that though money runs out. Like people sometimes have a mindset that money doesn't run out, that this money is going to be here forever. Facts. But you need to have that habit as you're young, if you're getting $100, learn how to put some money away. Learn how to invest. If you don't know how to invest, go on YouTube. I learned by Earn Your Leisure. Shout out to them on the podcast. I learned from watching YouTube videos how to start my credit. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to utilize my credit and start my credit and leverage it so I could get a nice car. Um, how to save money. How to get into things like Robinhood or different platforms to invest. So all this stuff is provided for you through books. They got public libraries that you can rent out books. They got YouTube channels that you could possibly watch. And you got other people you could reach out to. So that's truly important. Just establishing your credit while you're young. Start saving healthy saving habits while you're young. And just being smart with your money. Because ultimately learning that you know money runs out. So just staying two steps ahead, just mm. making sure stuff cool. Are you into like NFTs and cryptocurrency and all that? Um, I looked into it. I mean, 
I'm not in it myself. I'm not going to sit here and say I yeah. got NFTs. and I, I'm in crypto a little bit. I downloaded Coinbase. Not to be cheap. I, I was watching the Super Bowl, and they said if you download Coinbase, you get $15. Mm. So I was like, I'm about to download Man's Coinbase. On that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. But, but I'm, not gonna say, I'm not going to sit here and try to preach or teach something that yeah. I don't really know much about. But like NFTs and crypto, I'm pretty sure it's a lot of money to be made yeah. within that industry. But personally, I haven't been into that. I kind of stay on the safe side, like ETFs, stocks. Um, like high yield interest account, savings account. Shout out to Marcus. Marcus is a great account to start out with if you want a high yield savings account. Um, I use personally, I use Robinhood, but you know, I'm not really in a position to give any financial advice. But for me, it works out. And yeah, so yeah, that's kind of what I'm into. I mean, that's what the, the young the young dudes coming up, they need to hear stuff like this. Because right. it's more than football. You know what sure. I mean? Sure. And you got to have a mindset, that the intelligence factor, not just in, in the school, but outside of school, when you get For that sure. first, like Rick was saying, when you get that first check, man, you got to know what to do with it, man. Make smart investments. Make sure you hire the, 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 the right agent. For sure. How was the agent process? Oh, yeah. The agent process was definitely something that's long. Um, It kind of started my junior year going into my senior year. And social media has, its, you know, its positives and its negatives. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you don't know what's real and what's fake. I'm right, pretty sure that right. everybody get these little spam All the DMs time. or whatever the case may be. You don't know what's up. But. A lot of the agents hit you up on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going through my DMs or whatever the case may be. You thinking it's a, it's a girl or you think it's like one of your boys or whatever hitting you up. And it's these agents. And you going through and you also got to think about it. You're trusting them with your life. You're trusting them with your professional career. And you haven't known no more than two minutes. You know what yeah, I'm saying? So yeah. it was definitely tough for me trusting a stranger with my life. But the guy that I choose, shout out to my boy Brandon. Um, he's definitely a good dude. And, you know, I trust him. But you have to be real weary, weary, weary when it comes to choosing an agent mm-hmm. and just this whole process. Because, you know, Instagram is definitely a lot of fake stuff on there. Yeah. Right. And you just, just got to be smart with who you choose with your money, who you trust with your energy, and who you trust with your time. So I would definitely say it was a tough process, but thank God it's over. So, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm so nah, that's tough. That's sure. tough, man. Now, I ain't gonna limit you because I know you got a lot of football ahead of you. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I'm not just saying this, but because you're here, but like you one of the smartest people I've ever met. Appreciate you, like bro, you know what bro. I mean. Like you. we we was an avid together. You know what I mean. <laughs> like back in them days. You know what I mean? So sure. we we was in them programs together. So I just know like the intelligence has always been there. So like Appreciate you, you ever just thought about like, man, like life after football, some different avenues I can take while playing football. Mm. Right. Um, absolutely, absolutely. That's why one thing I was kinda telling y'all before, you know, cameras cut on is just the fact that I always want to continue like going to school. You know what I'm saying? Like I got my undergraduate degree. Right now I'm working on my graduate degree. And honestly, if I could still get school paid for, I'm gonna get my PhD. I want to keep on getting straight up because right, right, at the right. end of the day, if it's free, why not continue your education mm-hmm. and learn more and just making yourself a smarter black man mm. at the end of the day. So after football, like I said, I'm going to play football. I'm going to stretch it out as long as I possibly can. I love the game so much and I think I owe so much to the game and I just owe so much to myself to continue to have fun. Right. But even during the game of football and even after, I'm always going to look into different business ventures and business opportunities just to continue to have a stream of income. Because like I said to a lot of people, I'm not trying to be a millionaire. I'm trying to be a billionaire. You Straight know up. what I'm saying? Straight so up. I got to have multiple streams of income. I definitely always got to be three steps ahead of the opponent. Because at the end of the day, everybody's in competition. And just because I'm in competition, I'm not saying I'm trying to screw nobody over. It's always love. But at the end of the day, it's just like, 
I got to continue to enhance my education. I always got to continue to make sure that I'm looking at different business opportunities that's going to benefit myself, my family, and the people around me. So I'm going to use these degrees for sure. You know what I'm saying? I'm not letting them go to waste. And I'm always going to do something like one of my biggest goals that I told my mom, uh, we in Hartford County right now. I want to open up the biggest gym in Maryland right here in Hartford County. You That's know tough. what I'm saying? Like, shout out to Planet Fitness and yeah, all. Like, yeah. they doing their thing. They holding me down. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, right. like, <laughs> I, want, I want a big gym. Like, yeah. I really want to take over. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want Fog, like, Fog Fitness. Like, something like that. That's Fog tough. Factory. Like, yeah. I want it to be a worldwide gym and I really want to like take this over and I'm going to make it happen for sure Straight up, for but sure. it's just about when so that's kind of like my goal with that as well so for sure that's tough man. I just that's need tough. a free membership that's all nah, y'all, y'all know I got y'all you right, y'all bro. know I got y'all for sure so I want I want to get a little a little messy a little, little, little messy you ain't got to answer if you can't answer this fine I got you uh, name top top five teams right now that would be a good fit for you Top five teams right now. That's a great question. Shoot, I think all 32 teams I want to be. Like, uh, <laughs> Thought I was going to be able to get I, it out I, of here. I, I, I can't even say. You know what I'm saying? I watch, I watch film on a lot of different teams. Yeah. I see a lot of different linebackers. And for myself personally, I feel like I fit into a lot of schemes. I really fit into all 32 schemes. Of course, I have some favorites. Of course, I see some linebackers that have playing styles like me that yeah. benefit me. But personally, I feel like I'll be a star. I feel like I'll be a leader. And I feel like I'll be a main contributor. And ultimately, one of the best people on the team once I develop, learn my skills, develop more as a player down the road. So I don't want to limit myself to five. Yeah. Because talk you, know, that you got talk. 32. I know, you know the Jets is one. That's all yeah. I'm going to just throw that out there. You know what I'm saying? I know the Jets is one. Ch- childhood favorite, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's going for 31 others, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> Straight tough. up. For sure. That's yeah. tough. That's tough. So, you know what I mean? Let's just talk about. The legacy. Right. What's the legacy of Tyshawn Fogg that you want to leave behind, man? Right. Um, ultimately, first, is just be a man of God, number one. Um, number two is to be a good friend, a good mentor, a good family member, a good brother, a good son, a good everything to people around me. I ultimately want to, like, just bless people around me with my presence. I just want to be a good person. Like, money isn't everything. I feel like people always get caught up into the concept that, oh, you, you're going to go to the NFL, you're going to do this, but your future going to do that. And they talk about the financial aspect. Facts. I play the game of football for the love of it. You know what I'm saying? I truly love this game. I truly love the journey that it puts me on. I like how it, it affects others and things like that. So that's the first thing. And then the second thing is I kind of just want to utilize, you know, my potential. I feel like so many people in life kind of cut themselves short simply because things get hard or God puts them on a different path. Right. It's not that things are over. It's just that you got to fight from a different path. You mm-hmm. ultimately don't dictate the deck of cards that God give you. Mm-hmm. You just play with them. And the thing about me is I know that I've been through a lot of hardships in life. And I promise you, I got a thousand more to do. Oh, yeah, for sure. But the one thing about me is my mindset never changed. And don't matter what path I'm going, I'm going to make it happen. You feel what I'm saying? So my ultimate legacy is just to bless others around me, um, bless myself, and to just change lives and change lives for others and just be a great person. Straight up, bro. I know from from myself, bro, I just want to say that I appreciate you because I met this guy at Planet Fitness, bro. I met this superstar (laughs) at Planet Fitness for the first time, bro. And I've been following, like I told you before, I've been following your journey for a long time on social media for real. 
but you get a different vibe from people sometimes when you meet them in person, in person especially with a caliber of you. You know what I mean? Like, where are you going? Where are you hitting at? But this guy is super humble, man. We had a little mini conversation, bro. And I was just amazed. I'm like, bro, this is my first time meeting you. You yeah. feel me? But like, it was nothing but love, yo. Appreciate so I you. definitely want to say I appreciate you, bro. Sure, we brother. definitely appreciate you, appreciate you having having you on the show. Yes, you got any more questions, my man? Mr. Bezel my... over there. <laughs> Boy, getting a lot of money over Listen, there, man. yo. Listen, man. Ignore that. <laughs> man, this is my brother right here, man. You know what I mean? Like, I, I honestly, like, I thank you for coming appreciate on, bro. You, here, bro. you know what I mean? Because it was some people that we reached out to over time where they just, nah. You know what I mean? Nah, they simply just said, nah, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or didn't comment. So for you to be here, bro, it says a lot about you. Straight too. up. Straight you know up. what I mean? And wherever we go, we, we won't forget this moment and, you know it's what I mean, what this moment will do for us in the That's future. Love. So, you know I mean? You'll always have our support, you know, no matter what. You know, you always be my brother you know, for you, life, bro. bro. You know what I mean? So we appreciate you. We love you. You know what I mean? Sign don't, us up. Don't, don't tear up over there, yo. <laughs> somebody, somebody in the back get this man some tissues, man. Nah, say this such to the moon, bro. I see a lot of potential in this show, and I couldn't see, you know, like I said, since the first episode, I've been watching. You know what I'm saying? That's so right. I said, as soon as I seen it, I said, it's a great idea, and yeah. I ain't going to hold you. This kind of motivated me to kind of do the YouTube. Yes, yeah, You know yeah. what I'm saying? I yeah. hit you up instantly. Yeah. I said, I love what you're doing. Yeah. So like I said, bro, say this such is going to blow up. If you said no, you better turn around and say yes because when they on the top and you try to get an interview, they the next breakfast club. They, the next <laughs> club. Yes, they, they doing their thing. Don't try to hop on too late. Yes, I'm just glad saying, to be on here, show love, and be able to support. You know, I always got y'all back. Straight Reach out. out to me whenever y'all need me, for sure. Appreciate, Appreciate you, Shane. You, sure, you got bro. any uh, last words for all the, the kings and queens out there, man? Um, Just for sure. Just uh, stay blessed, stay yourself, and uh, keep grinding. Even though things hard, you know what I'm saying? The light at the end of the tunnel is definitely going to show. So stay on the path and stay blessed. Straight up. You want to give out your socials and YouTube channel? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, follow me at Ocho Sean on Twitter, Instagram. Follow me, Tyshawn Fogg, simply on YouTube. Or you can click on my bio on Twitter. And you click on my bio on Instagram. Go on that link tree. Show love. And yeah. Straight up, bro. Appreciate you. Like I said, bro, the whole city backing you, bro. Neighborhood Absolutely. hero, man. We definitely, we definitely appreciate you, King. For sure, okay. man. Make sure y'all follow us on all social media platform. That's at Saved and Such. That's S A V E D N S U C H. And make sure you follow us on all major platforms. That's at Saved and Such, man. Again, man, we definitely appreciate having you on the podcast, man. Our boy Rick was over there about to cry. We're going to get him some tissue after the episode, for real. It's your boy Poppy Stew, man. It's your boy Rick signing off, man. I appreciate y'all.